to show and tell now, shall we? What is up, my beautiful people? I'm Creator K, and welcome to episode six of the Show and Tell podcast, a monthly show dropping every first Tuesday of each month, where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about because sharing is caring. Very quickly before I jump into things, we're in the thick of winter now. It's February. It's very cold out in most places. It is darker outside more often than it is light. So I just want to take this as an opportunity to say, make sure you begin that vitamin C, get that vitamin D, stay healthy, go outside, hang out with friends, listen to music, eat good. It's that time of the year where uh, we can get a little down on ourselves, not have as much motivation as you know we, we might normally have. So you know, take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones, and just stay positive, all right? Hi. So if you're a new listener, this is how show and tell goes down. Part one of the show is where we get to dive deep into the mind of our guests to find out what makes them tick and what they've been working on lately. In part two, we have show and tell. The guest and I each bring in one item of significance that we've been digging lately. Whether that be an album that has been on repeat, an artist that deserves more eyes and ears, or a story that is worth listening to, we share what it means to us and why you might like it too. In this episode, Alex and I talk about what it's like to go through a transition in identity, how to balance passion projects with work that makes ends meet, and how we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves as artists. In part two, I take the opportunity to discuss my affection for hip-hop artist Duckworth, while Alex shares his affection for Dave Chappelle's 2005 block party and how the DVD that was made for the event changed his life. With that said, let's get it. Welcome to episode six of the Show and Tell podcast. I'm your host, Creator K, and joining me on my second leg of the New York tour, I'm still in New York back in the hometown for the holidays, because at the time of recording, it's uh, only about a week after the episode with Muhammad. I'm with the homie, Alex Parham. What's good? Yo, what's poppin'? It's, uh, it's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> what, uh, so, who are you? Like, what do you do? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm an all-over artist. I create gifts, uh, uh, pictures, um, anything that makes your uh, mind wonder. Uh, I do that. So, yeah, that's me. I think that's a, that's a pretty accurate description, but I think you're leaving out a, like the the one that I know you for. Oh, <laughs> there's Wait. there's one big one. Oh, 1969. Well, I mean, yeah, specifically that, but um, just sorry, like <laughs> design, just uh, graphic design in terms of clothing. Oh yeah. Oh oath. Is yeah. That, is that the one you're talking well, about? Well, yeah. So you. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll just to clue the listeners in. We'll start where how we met. So I used to work at Adidas, just an outlet store in retail for a few years. Um, I think I said that in the last episode. It was like a, I really enjoyed that job. And you also worked there. Um, so we met through that job. And I was told, I think you were like in the office. And one of our managers was like, oh, Alex is in the office. He's talking about how he has a, is planning on getting a shirt press. And he like makes clothes. And at the time, I really wanted to make clothes as well. Like, I don't well, you, remember the I remember. Brand. I remember your de- determination on off that color, for sure. Which, which never came to life. Uh, it died, <laughs> it died, it died before it died before it burped. before it was born yeah so we met through that job and um yeah we just became good friends through that and you at the time were working on your clothing line 1969 yeah which no longer exists i mean it exists differently but it's not it's it's i would say it's still alive it's still yeah. here it's still it's still you know brooding i think it just needs to uh take a break you know yeah take a break and uh adventure to some so, uh, other avenues so you're not so 1969 isn't done like if like it could, could no. so so you, you came out with some t-shirts and a hoodie and stickers and pins 
but but I just I feel like I'm confusing everybody. No, right no, no, I don't think so. Like <laughs> I, basically, you know, you you started what is at at its core a clothing line, but yeah. you know, it had it had a deeper message, which I I think we can definitely get into. Absolutely. But I just remember we had a conversation where you you know were had the desire to go in a different direction. You, you you know do you want to explain that because now because now like your budding project is oath yeah um i think oh man it's it's kind of it's kind of weird to explain um god i don't think i'm gonna hit all the right beats on this question right now that's, that's <laughs> fine i think well i think it's a, an interesting topic and i think yeah just transitioning brand identities and kind of building projects and like i just is a is a very i think I I, I think I got an answer for you. I think the reason I'm switching from like from 1969 to Oath is is because 1969 was was born from something like so like so deep and negative and like I I just I just feel like uh, I just feel like that that time in my life with 1969 was just a time for me to the just kind of like excavate and and get out my negativity and and all like the like. A lot of like bad feelings and stuff I was uh I was having at the time. So and plus I plus I feel like negativity now is is just gonna be like a thing of the past. And I I feel like positivity and and building community is gonna really like be something for the future. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so do you want to just di- like di- dive in a little bit on kind of what the ethos of nineteen sixty nine was? Because like you had a you had a a mission statement. So what was kind of like the vibe of nineteen sixty nine? So basically, the the vibe of 1969 was uh, born out of the uh, Reagan administration, basically granting uh, their right to exploit like the hippie movement and the black movement, which is basically the Black Panthers at mm-hmm. the time. And those two movements were, fen- I don't know, they're they're just huge and like phenomenal, and in, in the fact that they were like basically building community and disregarding their their race and their and their colors and stuff and. It's it's just bad for business, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, to have people uh, stand together, and it's all so basically, it was born out of that, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like the government really didn't like that. So it was a very rebellious, yeah. It, a it's, lot of rebellious it's, yeah, it, it's just super rebellious, and um, it, it's basically just a homage, just uh, to 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 my parents, and just basically just to the black black community and just community in general, um, just pushing through. Um, just drug addiction. I, I mean, this like, I guess I was just trying to relate this project to to other people through trauma. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that's yeah. what the thing I was just trying to connect most. Yeah. yeah. Is, you know, like we're, we're Yeah, yeah. We're all we're all messed up, and I'm just trying to like connect. Yeah. I, I, I do stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But no. Yeah. I was. I mean, from what I saw, like, cause you know, when you were in full swing with it, you had a you you were just pumping out designs that that fit the brand of 1969. There's a lot of like. <laughs> Political esque cartoons, <laughs> yeah, um, it was, yeah, like you know, just to reiterate, rebellious um, kind of counterculture. The the sort of they don't want you to know this theme, you know, like yeah. the government's hiding. Which I feel like everybody knows now. Everybody yeah. <laughs> knows that the government's trying to play you. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely, of course, yeah. So that so that's 1969's vibe. Um, so what what makes Oath different from that? Because I mean, you, you said kind of leaving the negativity behind and, and using positivity to connect people. So, I mean, what, what is Oath's um, kind of mission statement, I guess? All right. So basically the ethos of, of what I'm trying to portray with Oath is basically I'm just, I'm just trying to connect 
I'm I'm trying to connect uh, a satanic person and a person and like the Pope, and I'm just <laughs> trying to basically have them sit in a room, talk about the religions and and talk about you know what I mean their different ideas and their ide- ideologies and everything, and I want them to like look at it, and I want them to laugh at it. And then I want them to say, yo, this is all absurd. We're just human beings at the end of mm-hmm. the day. Let's like let's look past this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that yeah. I feel the same way about music too, because like, I don't know, there's just like so many like like boundaries coming in from like like super heavy metal to like country music. You know what I mean? Like there's like both of those worlds still have pain. We're talking about pain. Like we should be able to like connect with one another and and be able to like laugh or or cry together. Yeah, or cry just or or I mean, anything or or just be vulnerable yeah. and and yeah. just and just be there in the moment, you know what I mean? So learn, yeah, and just learn each other's perspectives and then understand that we're not so different. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's I mean good luck trying to get Satan and uh the Pope <laughs> in a <her> room together. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. but but I I the only reason I say those two extremes is because because it catches it catches people's attention. Absolutely, no, I, it, I, I, it catches your attention. Yeah, no, I think and, that's a, an amazing analogy. Yeah. to describe your your mission. Yeah. yeah, and and I don't know, and I I just like pointing out the absurdity in life, man. You know, that's yeah. just really what it is. I feel like we all just need to be together. I, but I mean, I'm gonna have to hustle people for a little bit. Just you know, some water bottles and and some t-shirts. <laughs> help a nigga out, bro. I need some help, son. <laughs> but. But hey, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I just I just feel like in the long run I, I really want to do something like really big and and really like bring a whole slew of like just crazy people together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and just really like do something epic. Yeah, yeah. And something fun, you know what I mean? Something yeah. laughable. So Yeah, no, I think that's where you and I are alike. Um because we both are pursuing interests and trying to build projects and and aspiring to connect people through something that's bigger than than what the project is at its surface like at a, at show and tell surface it's a it's a music and art sharing platform right mm. now it's it's pretty music heavy I, I i haven't taken the dive into sharing uh but that's what you love though. stuff outside music yeah no i mean i i yeah oh absolutely i have i have no problems with that um mm. i but i do have a desire to um kind of just like shed light on other forms of art that's that's why i wanted to have you on the show <laughs> the show the podcast I feel um right. because you know i mean you, i know you do dabble in mu- with music but mm. you, you just have a different perspective than a producer and i don't want to just have all producers on the show Absolutely. but I, I don't even where was i going with that so mm. yeah just i think we're like-minded in the sense that we um we want our projects to be more than what they are yeah you know Absolutely. Like we want to connect people and and like for me I want show and tell I want to have shows music festivals so, <laughs> but, you know I, I want to have just more than just like the podcast more than just a social media account and I and I know that you're the same way like, absolutely so so I mean you're gonna be putting out clothes uh, garments um, but what what are your other aspirations for like some of the, like even even the <clears throat> out of this world bucket list like pipe dreams like what do you have for with for you and oath oh damn like is there any wild shit that you want to do yo you you put me on the spot bro hey i this is real hey if i don't even know bro i i really don't know you you ever uh man there was like this african king or whatever like from back in the day 
or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what his name was, but let's call him like King Mufasa or something. Okay. Yeah. Just to just to give him some context. But the dude was like the richest, the richest guy on the planet. You know what I mean? And he just went around wherever he went, traveled, helped people, gave money and gold. I, I feel like that's that's something I, I really want to do right there. I just yeah. want to like travel. I want to hang out with strippers. Um, <laughs> I want to ride. I want to ride dirt bikes across the desert. I just I just want to do wild shit and just be able to have stories to tell for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And just have fun. Yeah. I mean, most of all, and just like connect pe- and just connect with odd people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just feel that's the that's the key. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. I was just curious. To, I was just curious to hear if you had any um, vessels, like actual like vessels. Like, like actual like, like uh I, I actually i mean i think it's really <laughs> interesting that you answered it that way because because in it, for like the commercial like rather than saying oh i want to make a movie so people will see it like you just like you purely want to pursue that uh i don't even know how i don't even know if i can i just i just want or, or, i just want to be free bro i just yeah. i just want to be free creatively right. to do whatever i want and for now, like like my vessel in my car right now is is Oath, and I want to push that heavy just to connect with people in like my hometown and and like like give back to the homeless and like like maybe like start like a little food shelter or something yeah. like like for people or or when Christmas comes around, I I can like donate toys for tots, you know, like stuff like that, like little stuff like that. But like in the long run, I just want to be free to like do whatever. Like if I want to make a movie, then, you know what I mean? I have the money to back that. And I I can like really like tell a a moving story instead of just, you know what I mean? Just doing it. I don't know, doing it half-ass, I guess. No, I I totally know what you mean. And I, and I think that there therein lies the struggle is that you to have that freedom unfortunately you need to have a few different things include probably most importantly financial stability so that you can fund the things that you want to do yeah and, and time and um right now hey i'm i'm living in a small town right now and these small town niggas out here bro with the small minds man that shit eats you alive bro shit eats your soul man yeah. it's hard to find it's hard that that's probably why i don't like go out as much or like hang out with like a lot of people like i'm very like selective on who i mess with you know what i mean yeah because i don't know like why do you think that is do you do you think you'll you'll be just misunderstood i I, i've i've always been misunderstood as my life all my life by like black people white people whatever you know i've always been the outsider I don't know. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I feel I was I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm an, a huge introvert. Even even since moving to Boston, I still spend most of my time, you know, in my studio. Yeah. Even if it's not working, I just spend most of my time there. Yeah, I think I think the like go back on the point of what you were saying. I think I think it's mostly just to like protect myself. I think because mm-hmm. it's it's really hard for me to like stay creative around a certain like negative mindset or something and. It, it really like drains me and I have to like surround myself around like good people. That's why I'm like super thankful for Instagram because Instagram is like a like a great way to like, I mean, keep up with your friends at the same time. But it's also like that lifeline, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can reach out in, yeah. at any time and be like, yo, shit's not going well. I need some like positive support, like somebody like help me, like, right. please. And I don't know. I, I think I think that's super important. Though like like human interaction, like having friends and stuff is like super important, but I feel like just having like a good core friends, a good group of like 
core friends that like go hard at the same thing that you love super important you need that absolutely need it yeah definitely even even if you're not in the same place as them i've found that just having uh just a homie to reach out to on (laughs) on twitter or instagram just to like I don't know, make a joke, like even just make a joke or like, yeah, or anything, make like poke fun at them and in, in like Tell a, a, dick in joke a friend way. Yeah. yeah just man. just to have that is, is super important. I mean, do you have, I, I know like one of the conversations we had, you have a desire to move out West. Do you still have that? Like, do, do you, I mean, bits and pieces you move? <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah, I think I already, <laughs> know, I don't know why I asked the question. Cause I, I already know the answer, but Bro, I'd be crying in my bed like, man, I can't wait to go. Yeah. I, I need to leave. I need to leave. But at the same time, like this area is like still booming. Mm. I feel they, I, f- I don't like marijuana is about to be legal True. like next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I could like quit my job and like just grow some plants and just I, it's and just true. do that. I mean, yeah, relative to like Washington, I mean, it's untapped here, so you, you could you yeah, could do true. that. But I but I I do want to move though because I think I think it's like I think it's just important for me to like just cut ties with mm. like my past or like any small town. This goes for anybody out there. If you live in a small town, I think it's just important to just cut ties with like certain aspects of that lifestyle and then like move on to like be around some people who are like creative. So Yeah. Yeah. I it, think it, I, it feels good when when you yeah. get, I mean like well, tell me about it cuz you're living in Boston right. right now and you're just doing so, it. You're yeah, living large. Like, so last night I met up with um one of my best friends Growing up, we're still best friends, even though we we see each other maybe once or twice a year. We're still best friends because we just have that connection. So I I still stay connected to him and a couple other people. But I have found that over the last year and a half, Mm. when I come home like I am now, there's only a few people that I'll hit up because I just don't want to go through like the the bullshit uh small talk to to, yeah. to all these people and go yeah. out to the bars and see people that i hated in high school like why did why <laughs> do i want to be the weather it, yeah exactly just, so oh, so yeah so i kind of you know like you said i just cut ties and then when i moved to boston i i had about a year uh, I'm, I'm tight with my brother and, and his uh collective and i had a, a few other people to to kick it with but for a year i didn't have that uh those types of people around me in the last three months I just I've become friend like friends with uh just the the type of people that I need in my life. Yeah. You know, like the, Willie Crooks. Willie like, Crooks. Yes. Dude, I follow and, him on Instagram. He's so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's so funny. I dude. Shout out Will. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, just people and 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 Ben Bursell, who is uh one half of crying laughing. And, yeah. And like I, I just have a desire to, to to be free and do cool shit just like you and I to have like people around me that also want to do those types of things is awesome. I, I I wouldn't say that I'm like not friends with the people I was friends with from from home anymore, but I just there's a special place for them. You know, like I mm-hmm. I, I keep in touch, you know, keep it cordial, friendly, of of course, because they were a part of my life, you know, when, when and you got love for them yeah, always, always unconditional love Tupac play that always, absolutely <laughs> always. But I also know that, you know, they, they provide me with, uh, something, they provide me with something different, but loyalty. Yeah. Loyalty. Oh, hundred percent. But you know, in terms of growth, mm. I, I don't value it. Yeah. Like there's some people where it's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be friends with them, but I, I don't, they don't necessarily help me grow. And that's why I'm not around them anymore that's exactly why i'm not around them anymore it's, it's nothing personal it's nothing against them absolutely uh, even if, if it kind of sounds that way but it's like but you still know, i, I need i need people around me who are who are gonna who understand 
like what I do and like the creative process uh, and also do creative things and we can like bounce ideas off each other rather than a lot of like I just had a lot of people from home that were like oh I want to do these things but they never did Mm. and it's like well why I mean why didn't at a certain point it's like okay well I mean I I don't believe you anymore yeah I I mean I know you want to do these things but like why aren't you doing them yeah and and that's why I think you know it's it it can be tough when when you're here you can hey, get man. sucked into that vortex. Dude, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a deep black hole, man, moving back home, man. It really is, man. It, re- it really, it can it can suck the soul out of you, man. It yeah. really can. I think, dude, sometimes, like, like those people who are, like, struggling, like, want to do that stuff, it really just comes down to, like, just, like, dealing with your, like, whatever personal trauma you got. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes you just got to close you got to close the door or the casket and you got to bury it. You know what I mean? Just to move forward. Right. So some people, I mean, some people just got to do that. Some people are different. You know what I mean? There's all different types of walks of life that were raised different, you know? So, yeah. But so if, and when you uh, get out of here, where like, do you have any city of desire? I don't know, man. Fuck it, dude. I might move. I might move down the street from you, bro. I don't know. (laughs) Please, Please. yeah, come to Boston. Well, you haven't even. Yeah, I, I, I want you to come through to Boston. I, I I want you to come through to Boston because I want you to, to, to meet the homies that I have become homies with. Please, because I I know you'd get along with them. I mean, with the first time I hung out with them, I showed them your stuff. Really? Because just because I got that that type. Oh, dude, that's huge. Yeah, it was. That's huge for me. It was while while you were still doing 1969, like in full force, and and I just got that energy from them, and and like Will and Ben, uh, their style and their their energy. I feel resonates closely with yours. So that I, oh, I, you got to come through. Dude, yeah, I, got I, I have to meet Will. I have to yeah. meet everybody, man. You guys, man, you guys just seem like, like a bunch of like, just like fun people to be around. Honestly, it feels like <laughs> it, it's so. like you guys, you guys are like that light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? So yeah. 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 <laughs> I appreciate I it. I appreciate it. So I obviously was able to move out to Boston because the job that I had paid me enough to be able to, to make the move and live on my own. Gotcha. Um, and I think that's like a, a big reason for a lot of people for not being able to move away. It's just because it's, it's much more affordable to live here. So I think that's a big deterrent to why people don't take long to move away or like can't because it's a financial thing. So obviously you have to work a few jobs or, or just a, you know, another job. So how do you find the balance between kind of keeping yourself afloat and being able to fund your personal interests and, and, actually doing those personal interests because i've have it took me so long to start show and tell i had a problem because i was having a hard time finding that balance finding a balance so i mean we we had a i bring this up because we had a conversation like a week ago about you know (laughs) you were you were like why you gotta put me on the spot like that (laughs) because i I think it's something i think you know (laughs) both of us are in the midst of pursuing uh, something, something bigger than ourselves and for those who are listening who also have desires i you know yeah. i think it would be cool to hear from you and just like someone who's in the thick of it how they balance their real life work the stuff that mm. funds their their living i got you um, well, and and the stuff that they want to do yeah well it just it just comes down to priorities you know right is your head like is i mean like if if that's really like your true goal and and that's really something that you want to do, then, I mean, there's nothing. Time. Yeah, you make time, absolutely. Whether you're tired or not, you still put in that little hour or those three hours, wherever you can, just to just to push it forward, in a sense. You know what I mean? Definitely for me personally, I um, 
I, I work overnight and I'm definitely going to be working during the day too. So maybe like after I get off of work at 7 a.m., I'll probably stay up and probably work three, maybe like five, maybe five to four hours on something just to get it out and just get it out the way mm-hmm. or, or make that call to like a manufacturer just so I can get something done. And I don't know. You, I don't know. You just got to find time, dude. Yeah. But it's time is hard to find if you got kids or... Or you gotta, or you gotta rob somebody at night. I don't know. It's it's hard, son. It's it's uh, it's we, rough. We don't condone that here at Show and Tell, for the record. <laughs> uh, no, but I feel I feel you, dude. Because you also just gotta find time for yourself. You gotta keep your sanity, and if that means playing playing Red Dead Redemption Two for a couple hours, then <laughs> that's what you gotta do. Yeah, key you know? key. If you if you're not listening to Mike right now, you're you're losing out right now. Seriously. Yeah, I'm smart as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so I saw on Twitter the other day, there was an image from Joe Kay that, that he tweeted, the one of the co-founders of Selection, that I think really parallels what we've been discussing just now. And it's basically just a list, and it says, reminders for the anxious slash depressed creatives, which I which once it said, once I saw that it said creatives, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like this, I'm about Keyword. to read, read, some, read some real shit. Because I've seen yeah. plenty of those lists for just, you know, generally anxious and depressed, just regular people. I don't. I don't mean to stop. We, we're not elitist. I swear. I, I know. <laughs> I'm saying that it sounded sounded like I just separated ourselves from regular from people. Normal. That's not what I mean. No. I, I just you know it caters to people who are creative. So, um, <laughs> just let me read the list. Whatever. So so I'm just gonna go down through it. Uh, you're more than what you make. Your productivity does not determine your value. It's okay to do nothing sometimes. Not everything you do has to result in a product. Not everything you make has to be important, significant, or even good. Mm. You can make things just for yourself. You can keep secrets for yourself, whether it's not posting some of your projects or not sharing your techniques. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to rest. I think that says it all right there. That, you know, when you're trying damn. to balance uh, real life shit with with the creative goals that you're trying to pursue, you just got to remember that even if you feel that you're not utilizing all your time or, or there's not enough time, that's okay. Yeah. You know, th- there will be time. There will come time. And then it's up to you to utilize that time but it's it's not a big deal like i i, I think i I, so, I just really enjoyed like it's okay to do nothing sometimes like yeah. i don't know i, re- it's I really i know but it just reaffirmed that for me yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed that man i mean i need i'm gonna need you to send that to me I will. honestly i will so. so i think that's probably a good spot to wrap up part one we will be back in part two with show and tell Welcome back. This is part two of the podcast where I ask the guests to bring in an item of significance that they've been messing with lately and I do the same. Um, we actually just took a nice little break between parts <laughs> one and two to do exactly what Show & Tell is based off of. We kind of just like shared a bunch of music uh, with each other and watched YouTube videos. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't even know how it started. I think, yeah, you just wanted to play me a song and I was like, oh, well, let me play you this one. And then you're like, let me play you this one. And it just went on. We just went on like a 20 minute uh journey into the youtubes but yeah we're back and this is part two as i said so uh do you want to go first or do you want me to go first Would hey like... the floor is all yours all right man. i like this trend i like this trend the, yeah. fir- the first like three episodes or first two episodes the guests went first and and lately i've been going first so yeah, i'm, I'm gotta, with it gotta have so balance, um baby. gotta have balance yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i talked about tom mish last episode which was uh his his album geography was one of my 12 favorite projects that came out this year now that we've kind of like wrapped up 2018 we're, we're in the new year 2019 
I want to talk about. That has nothing to do with the, the year that we're in, but I, I was trying to make a little like segue. It's a failed miserably at that. So let's just jump into it. I want to talk about Duckworth. Okay. You know who Duckworth is, correct? I know him. I don't like that nigga. No, I'm joking. Well, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because I wanted to talk about when I when I showed you Duckworth, I sent you a, a message on Facebook with uh, a couple of his tracks because, you know, at the time I, I was just getting acquainted with him and I wanted to see if you fucked with him too because, mm. like, you're one of the top, like, three to five people that I always, like, send stuff to because right. I want to see, like, your thoughts on it. Um, and mostly because I know, <laughs> yeah. mo- mostly because I know that you're going to like it, yeah. but initially you didn't like him. You mm. didn't. I remember I sent, no. I sent you the music video to I'm dead, which in fairness, that song is, uh, kind of an outlier compared to the stuff that he usually like makes. I mm. feel it's, it's, it's more dancey. He does, he does have kind of a, um, dance quality to, to some of his, uh, production, yeah. but, um, a lot, I'll jump into his sound and what he sounds like in a minute, but yeah, I showed you Duckworth and you, you didn't fuck with him and I actually appreciated that because you know like it kind of gets old being like yeah he's sick you know it's kind of yeah to, it gets so repetitive to know if you don't like someone then that kind of was like okay well then now I, I I find out more about someone's taste when they don't like something yeah compared to when they do like something you know? absolutely yeah so plus is go, go ahead go ahead oh sorry I'm uh, I'm just saying it's a, it's a conversation starter yeah. too now everything I, I, I just want to like, know. I was like, what wait, what what you don't like him? Like yeah, I want to know why. Absolutely. But we but we chilled a, a few weeks after when I was home for something. I don't know, something in the fall. And uh I was playing music in the car and you were like, Oh, who is this? And I was like, This is Duckworth. God damn <laughs> Snuck it in on me, yeah, man. Yeah. It was um <laughs> and like like I said, it, it the stuff that I was playing sounded a lot different than uh the the first track that I sent you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Duckworth is a is a hip hop artist rapper. I think he's from Cleveland, but he's he's like based in L.A. I'm gonna ask you some questions too on him too. Oh, well, just to okay. just to just to see why he resonates with you. But okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. Yeah. Questions. So he um, I guess I would classify his music as kind of like a punk trap. You, I, I feel like you get a lot of punk influences and and kind of hard rock uh, undertones in in his style. Um, yeah. The way he like delivers his lyrics has that kind of rebellious aggressive um delivery attitude to it um and it also like in 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 terms of production and instrumentation there's a lot of like guitar and like Mm. kind of that rock hard rock sounding bass bass lines he actually did a a a whole project with this this uh they're not a band it's it's really just one guy but um this uh producer goes by the the kick drums I know I'm not saying that right. It, it was like one guy and then it was two guys, but it's always it's I, always a it's always been like d- this one dude uh, who goes by the kick drums, gotcha, and gotcha. that in itself <clears throat> sounds like a punk rock rap, a punk rap album. Yeah. Um. So that yeah, that's kind of how I got into him. My brother Killer Kowalski put me onto him, and then uh, the first song I heard was was actually a remix. That's how I find a lot of people mm. is remixes on SoundCloud because I because I'm. A, a big soundcloud user not so much lately but i, I would always I find always, remixes you know what's you know what's weird about that i always stay away from the remixes really i, did, I yeah. don't know i all i guess i guess it's because it's like i always have like a preconceived like notion about it i'm always yeah. like oh yo this is gonna be fucking trash i don't want to fucking hear it the original's already the best you know right. but i guess that i mean i guess that's a way you can discover like new music yeah i, I guess i yeah. i would have never known about duckworth you know mm-hmm. what i mean or you wouldn't know. yeah yeah, no, I just just because SoundCloud is is very open with what people can upload, so there's always a lot of flips and remixes, uh, 
refixes, whatever. Everyone's got a different name for it. That's true. Um, I, I mean, I found like an artist named Astronomy on that too. Yeah. He, I think he made a, he made a remix on um, Billie Eilish, uh, Ocean Eyes, and it turned out to be like a banger. And I listened that, to that track for like the longest. And I think he released that like four years ago, and I still huh. listen to it this day. I'll that remix. That yeah. Word. So yeah. So I, 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 um, that's how I found Duckworth. Um, it was a Shagabond remix of. Was it Shagabond? I, I probably shouldn't. I don't even know who it was, but it was a remix of his track "Low Rider," which was off his uh, his uh, "I'm Ugly" uh, mm. project. So yeah, that's how I found him, and yeah, I just I, I like him. <laughs> I, have, I, I had more. To, I, like I have more to say. I mean, he's he's a very versatile. Um, well, he's a very what, versatile artist. What what part of him or what song uh, resonates with you uh, mostly, or what what do you take from him? Is it his persona or is it like the songs? Because I know I because I know your background in music starts from like punk rock. Well, not I would I shouldn't say punk rock. I shouldn't say that, but it it yeah, definitely starts. I mean, but it, it but it definitely start. I, but yeah, it definitely starts. I, I, I metalcore, uh, post hardcore, yeah. music. Um, Hip hop, rap, like blue, like uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's, a, it's, it's very it's, it's an very, eclectic. It's very eclectic. palette that I have. Um, it's it's hard to say that like so the the his his subject matter and his songs r- truly resonate with me because a lot of it is about uh, police brutality and just kind of like just a lot of stuff that I haven't gone through. You know, I, I'm 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 a f- like. I'm a fucking white dude from a suburb in New York. You know, I, I, I can, I'm not going to claim to have gone through the struggles that the black community has gone through because I, I haven't. So, yeah. so I, yeah, I just, I dig his personality. I, I like that he mm. kind of just, it, it, he feels very comfortable with himself. Um, and I think that's kind of like one of the biggest things for me when I'm, you know, seeing if I like an artist or not, if I can just yes. kind of sense that. Uh, self-awareness and, and self-comfortability and yeah I just like the the fact that he kind of combines a few different elements in terms of his sound and the fact that he's more than just a rapper like he also yeah. has a has a uh like a t-shirt line that's really cool really now that's something yeah. i did not know I, and i actually just found now out you got my recently because you know as as i do for these episodes i want to sound like i'm smart <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so i did my fine. research and and I, it's something that I should do more and and want to do more, but I just I don't know. There's I don't have any excuse. Well, dude, look it up. But right but now. like that's what's cool about this podcast is that no, I, I have it pulled up. I, I'm I'm gonna read because like the, the his mission statement's really fucking awesome. Okay. But I, I the this podcast is a really awesome reason for me to dive into the mm. stuff that I already like and learn more about it. So, um, so the the t-shirt line is called Boy B dot O dot Y. It's an acronym. It stands for Being Only You. A lot of his content in his music, and especially in this clothing line, is about blurring gender lines. So uh, let me pull up the like mission statement on the website, which is theboy.store. Uh, oh, okay, shit. so uh, the, first of all, the clothing is, is really cool. I, I, I like it. I'd like to cop a shirt at some point, but I'll read this out loud. Boy is a garment collection designed to appreciate male and female energy alike. We believe that flowers should be, should, sorry, we believe that flowers should never be gender specific and neither should our garments. Mm. When people think of flowers, they usually associate that with the female gender. So the juxtaposition between seeing the word boy with a flower is a simple symbol of duality. Mm. We believe that boys can pick flowers and girls can throw fists in a mosh pit and not be seen as less of their gender. I think that's wow. 
like, damn. <laughs> damn, nigga. Fuck. I, man, bro, I'm speechless right now. I don't even know what to say. That's Yeah, because, like, uh, prior to this, you just knew him as a musician, right? Yeah, and, like, man, I don't know. That's why you can't judge people. Like, people are so multifaceted. Yeah, like, or put you, them in a box. Yeah, or put them in a box or anything. Man. Yeah. It's just, wow. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's, like, why I really like duckworth i just aside from just his music um i'll just list a couple of the tracks that really stuck out to me that i I always come back to and you'll find you know if you follow show and tell uh the show and tell playlist on on spotify you'll you'll find duckworth's music in in our main playlist which is kind of just a mishmash of Mm. everything that uh me and and friends who send me music are, are just messing with and uh the bars which is the the rap playlist so michael which is M-I-C-H-U-U-L. That's off of uh, an extra ugly mixtape. That was like the project that I really first listened to that, that got me into him. Mm. That one um, actually does have kind of like a more of a dance vibe in terms of the rhythm. Uh, I just, the production on it is really unique. It's not something you hear every day. Um, and Tamagotchi is really cool. It's got a really mean bass line. Um, I actually like Tamagotchi. Bars over it. Yeah, it's, and that, that's off the same project. And then um, off of the Nowhere project with the kick drums, I really like Psycho. I, I, I like that project a lot in general. Like, there's a lot. Uh, it was hard to pick just one. So I, I, I think, you know, if you were to start anywhere with him, I'd probably recommend listening to his latest project, An Extra Ugly Mixtape. And then if you really dig that and want to hear more, mm. I think you should dive into uh, the uh, the Nowhere project with the kick drums because it, it's it almost, like, connects <laughs> the dots and kind of, like, clues you into his roots. He's He's been around. Like, he's been doing his thing for a while. And, uh, yeah, I think he's just going to continue to, to blow up. So look out for him in 2019. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I have anything else to say about him. I, I just, other than like expressing my love. He's dope. And he's dope. Fire. So Shh, I don't know. Fire. Should we move on to your item? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you bringing to show and tell? What do you have for the class? Dave Chappelle's block party. <laughs> DVD. 2005. Super hot year, man. I love that year. So what about that do you what about that do you like? Uh it's a very simple question, but <laughs> you know, there there's a lot of or things. Well, can you explain it a little like for those of those who don't know? Just, okay. Just briefly what what it is. Uh I guess I guess you could say this was at the peak of like Dave Chappelle's comedy like career. Uh-huh. And I guess I don't know if he was like I don't know if he just did the Dave Chappelle show or it was after, but either way, it doesn't matter. But he was at the height of his career, and he just took a took a budget of uh, like uh, some money, and he just went around like uh, went around a neighborhood and asked people in his hometown and in other cities if you want to come to the show in Brooklyn, and he brought out various artists from Most Def to Jill Scott to uh, Dead Prez. And uh, Kanye Kanye West, Kanye West at the time too. That was huge. That was like John Legend, yeah, Common, yeah. That lineup is insane. (laughs) Yeah, that even now that's I mean that's still unheard of. I would pay for that, and that's funny because it was a free show. Yeah, it was free, and it was free. It was free. That that was the thing that blew my mind the most. Yeah, it had a marching band and everything. Like what? There's a whole documentary about it. Yeah. Yeah, which I haven't seen, but now knowing more about it, I I'm gonna rent it or, or buy it or whatever and watch it you don't see that type of show anymore like people don't do it like that anymore people have these world tours with the with the crazy cars hanging from the rafters and, and that's really cool in itself but you don't but like see, you don't see these like underground 
Yeah, like, the underground parties. Yeah, you don't have that. Absolutely, and I, and that's the thing I want to bring back. Yes, I want to bring back like the like the just like the secret shows or or if you hear about it, you come through. You know what I mean? And just have a good time. Yeah, I don't know. I think um I know like you didn't ask me this question, but like <laughs> fine, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> this is a podcast. We talk here. Yeah, I'm sorry. so speak freely. I'm so sorry. Dude. I'm so awkward. Whatever, man. But um, <laughs> the thing I think the thing I like th- that was like most significant. I think it was like I think uh da- I think that movie was just so significant for me growing up is because it it got me out of my shell and as a young kid and it, it made me like go like oh okay these are just people these are just regular people and everybody just wants to have a good time let me like reach out and have fun and like do do stuff like along that lines because as a kid like growing up in in school and stuff i was kind of like a little bit of a loner but i think like after watching that dvd kind of like shaped me to like just be more active and and be a class clown i guess yeah it just really turned me into a class clown at yeah. the end of the day but yeah. it still connected me with people for sure yeah yeah it has like just that style of of show or just event it has this like informality to it where you feel like you're truly a part of the experience even if you're just a just a, a bystander a, an audience member you feel like you're actually pushing culture forward you know yeah and I, that's exactly what it what it did like it was it was in brooklyn it, it was like three blocks long closed off and they just performed in the streets like that's that's how that's how hip-hop started you know just with like dj battles in the streets yeah rapping and like people just coming together yeah like yeah that's just i mean that's how i think it should be done and uh yeah like 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 we said like kanye lauren hill uh, the Fugees, uh, which you know, Lauren Hill and the Fugees, Most Def, Tom mm. Kweli. Oh, yeah. So I actually, and when I saw that, that was the bill. I, it raised this question for me, which I think, I think, I don't even have an answer to it right now. But what? if they were to, if we were, we as a, a society were to do something like that today, mm. have a block party, and just with 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 whatever artist we wanted, who who would you put oh, in that man. lineup? Bruh, hands down, it has to be Anderson Pack. Yeah, he has yes. to be first. I have to put him down. Probably have to throw in like some like Florida rappers like Kodak Black, Booby Luda Valley, Puya. Oh man, bro! Like who? Oh, man, yo, you Anderson got you gotta sure. yeah, you got it. You gotta Kendrick. have you gotta have like a a, a a lot of like just a lot of people. You gotta throw in like Blake Sheldon from a country mm, artist. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You gotta yeah. I mean, if you wanted to ex- expand that even further and just have it be. I mean that's kind of just what you know a lot of music festivals are like uh, like South by Southwest Coachella, yeah. but I, but I'm thinking more of just like what I, I, you I, think I, it's substance. Narrow, you narrow think it it's down substance? to more of a of a hip hop rap culture. Oh, all right. so that I mean, so uh, I'm not gonna say fuck country music, but <laughs> <laughs> but let's hey, leave Willie, them out hey, for now. Hey, Willie Nelson is is a real ass nigga, bro. I mean oh, that yeah, nigga, no, no, that nigga, no, no. I, I, that nigga I, out smoked Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? But like yeah. shit. So if we're trying to kind of recreate Dave Chappelle's block party and, okay. and kind of go in that direction, I, I totally agree. Anderson Pack. I think you should throw Kendrick in there. Kendrick for um, sure. Jay-Z. Jay, yeah, 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 throw him in there. Why not? Solange I, Knowles, fucking yeah, throw her ass just, in there. I'm trying to, to think of kind of like 2005 Dave Chappelle's block party. You had Lauren Hill. Who is that right now? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is, yeah. that, is that SZA? 
is that um, I'm not not that I'm comparing them as artists, but like, well, let's brainstorm, yeah, baby. Like SZA, I I don't Jordan have all Smith. the answers. Shit. <laughs> there's uh, there's her, Beyonce. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, like, yeah, like is there is like is there a well? I think there's oh, okay. her. Okay, so the roots. I think right now, again, not comparing them like musically, or, or I'm not trying to compare them, but Brock, Brock Hampton, like, mm. that would be that kind of Brock. more more of just a, an individual like you know group. Uh, performance. True, yeah, true. Yeah, I could see uh, them there. I mean, you could bring in, um, God. I, I, when I wrote this down, I was like, this is a sick question, but then I didn't even, like, jot down any ideas. <laughs> That's terrible planning on my part. But yeah, Anderson, Pat, Kendrick, SZA, like, I, just like a TDE, just conglomerate yeah. in general. Um, I, yeah, I guess you could like say J. TDE Cole, is. You could throw J. Cole on there. J. Cole. Um, and, and yeah, I don't but know. But I feel like those are just, I don't know. For me, I feel like those are just the typical answers, man. That's true. I, w- I yeah. would love to throw in like underground indie artists. Oh, me too. Never I, I was thinking of, more, you know? more in terms of just like who everyone would want to see. Mm. If, if, if we were to go into like my personal choices, I, I'd, I'd want to see Denzel Curry in there. I'd want to see Key. Um, I want to see Key in there. Key in there. That would be sick. Um, Joey Badass would be sick. Uh, like the Flatbush Zombies would be awesome. There's there's so many people. True. ASAP <laughs> Rocky. Yeah. Yep. True. Yeah. I always got to throw Choker in there. Choke. Oh. <laughs> Every opportunity I, I get, people, I'm gonna be. That's gonna be me. People are gonna know Creator K is like the Choker number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I oh man. I you, think I think just just having an event like that now. That would be, be monumental. Monumental. And and I know there's, like I said, there's Coachella and there's like music festivals that are really big, like especially at, was it Coachella when Tupac, the holographic thing came out? I just feel like Coachella is just like a washed out. Oh, it's a fashion fucking, Yeah, I just feel like that's People what it is. People just go there to flex. I just feel like like if, if I ever start an event like that, like if Oath or something like yeah. that, or if even if you did something like that for show and tell, I just feel like we would we would just curate it around substance and not just like Fugazi oh, bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it will just like... And that's kind of uh, what Camp Flognaut does. I think they're actually... Yeah. kind of following a similar direction with it being it's a carnival yeah know, like they have it, rides a, you can go yeah. on rides and listen to music and eat food and like it's more of an experience than just and then just coming uh, out just going there to to make it known that you're at an event yeah. <laughs> you know even though i feel like people yeah but i mean that com- that comes it comes with the territory yeah, 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 yeah. for sure but and anything more on that or should we just leave it there I don't I, look. I look. I watch movies different. Mm-hmm. I, I watch it for different reasons, and the the reason I like I like that uh, movie specifically is there. There's like hidden gems in it, and there's like just different ways of just looking at life. I feel. I, I think I watched that movie because I'm like vicariously living through Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. in a sense, and and really looking at how he interacts with people and. And um and talks to people and and asking all the right questions and, and making people laugh on on cue and stuff, I just feel like he's just a very like humanitarian type of person and I don't know. Just, well, I, yeah. Well, now I like I didn't think I could want to watch this even more, but now, now <laughs> yeah. I do. Like that's that's yeah. some real shit you just said. Yeah, and I I think that I think that's what I I like taking away the most and shit. And plus, he says some like smart shit. You know what I mean? He's like, "Yo, musicians and comedians are like this. Where there's there there comes a time where you know what I mean? They're they're interchangeable. Most stuff is a funny ass person, and he just goes down the whole list. But it's just shit like that, I like man. Yeah. So 
yeah i think we'll leave it there but yeah man i'm a real ass nigga bro come check me out Yes, actually, <laughs> doing my job for me. It's my, I'm supposed to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, so, yeah, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Instagram at uh, Alex Parham. You can spell that A-L-E-C-S-P-A-R-H-A-M. And um, also follow my clothing brand, Oath, O-A-T-H, uh, Forever, uh, F-O-R-E-V-E-R. God damn, I didn't know I was going to do a spelling bee, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but, glad you did. No, 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 it's helpful. But, um... For the, for the people who aren't going to go to SoundCloud to check the show notes, it's helpful. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, follow me on Oath Forever, man. Uh, I have some new product that I'm definitely uh, in the works of just trying to put out. Um, follow me at Alex Parham. Um, I'm just a funny-ass nigga that just wants to have some fun. Be free and do some weird shit. You know what I mean? Life's too short to do Amen. normal shit, for sure. Amen. So, <laughs> so we'll leave it there. Go follow him on, on those accounts. Like I said, soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell. You can, you can find everything that we talked about. Uh, social media links, um, Dave Chappelle's block party. I don't know how I'm going to link that. I, it, I mean, I'll, I'll, I can Google it for you and put the Google <laughs> search result yeah. in, in there, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah. Yo, uh, you find us, you find us, yeah, bro. Yeah, That's yeah. how it goes. So I'll put, I'll put Duckworth's in there. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you know, keep up with our Spotify. We're putting out good music that you should listen to that I, I know you guys will like. And uh, yeah, most importantly, sharing is caring. So that's, that's it. Cool. Peace. Peace.